Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Can I Be Funny? I'm JQ and joining me this week is a fellow course member. He's a very posh young man. He's wearing his glasses today. He's looking suave in his seat. It's Mr. Tim Rudin. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Not too bad. <laughs> we just repeated the conversation you had earlier. Yes. <laughs> like, um, so you've got big boots to fill this week because I had Stuart Goldsmith yes. last week and David Whitney the week before, two professional comedians. Yeah. So now I'm going to take it back a notch. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? And we'll talk about our experiences with the course. How did We've done it now. So yes. Three weeks ago, was it? Yeah, it was, yeah. How did you find it? I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Um, I thought, you know, I thought about it a long time before I did it. I probably went to have a, uh, an open night and I went to that sort of in the autumn and I didn't start the course until we started in, uh, in April, but uh, it's fantastic. I think it's got to be one of the best things I've done in years. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I think it's more the, um, the people you know now as well. Completely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think networking sounds like a really cold word for it, doesn't it? But, um, <laughs> but actually, you know, it's incredible really. I mean, I think you, because yeah, you've got to start where you start and you've just got to put yourself out there straight yeah. away um and i don't know about you but you don't normally put you know expose so much of your inner mind to strangers <laughs> or possibly parts of your anatomy um so it's amazing but you know i think just because of that you bond very quickly and it's yeah. also pretty intense um you know a couple times a week and then maybe we're going to see shows as well so get to know people really quickly and and i think it's really now that we're out there trying to do yeah. it um it's amazing to have that support network i think trying to do it on my own would be really difficult yeah because Ricky started doing it on his own didn't he he did about 10 gigs yeah which is what I think that's why he did the course because he said he wasn't going very well no but I mean um yeah just just you know I mean the support with finding out new, finding out nights to book and, and that sort of thing yeah. um, and then the support when you're there on the night and and I'm a delicate flower so when I come <laughs> off um of the stage I need reassurance masses of reassurance so oh, you did really well thank you thank you <laughs> so what made you get interested in comedy to start with um you mean sort of going back right to the beginning sort of thing? Well, not, um, not when you were born. But. No, <laughs> but I was born. And um, no, and I think, I think actually, you know, probably similar story to what a lot of your guests have said and, and maybe some of the other guys on the course. I think it was at school, primary school, and ah. I was just like a lot of people pissing about and you realise that's a good way to entertain other people and yourself. Um, it works for the class members, it doesn't work for the teachers. <laughs> I was the bane. Um, I remember my mother going to parents' evening and coming back so angry when I was like 12 <laughs> saying like your French teacher I particularly didn't like French so right. I just pissed about the most in that class and, and my, my mother's getting your French she just screamed at me across the entire room for like 20 minutes she's like what are you doing in French class I was like mm, people are laughing I'm practicing kissing yes <laughs> <laughs> it was an old boys school <laughs> um, so why didn't you like French um, I just, oh, well, well, the sob story is I'm actually dyslexic and oh, I couldn't right. do it and they didn't you know the lady the French teacher was very un caring right. um i think i know she wants to do just any opportunity to piss about and she was probably an easy target because nice. um, she was slightly hysterical <laughs> <laughs> um yeah she was kind of a lunatic i spent more time outside the class than in it i just got sent out every every lesson really i um, got sent to the headmaster's office once oh really yeah luckily. Four? Uh, well our science teacher had sort of tight curly hair like a sort of mm. sheep has so he walked past us we were all clearing up outside the class and um as he walked in past us i just went meh <laughs> that's a life. small thing yeah. to get god i mean if i well i went a lot of times you just be like oh you again oh, just honestly um Rudin. yeah but yes <laughs> such a familiar phrase <laughs> from my childhood it's like it's in the room now <laughs> yeah exactly um but that was a lot of fun you know and you realize that it's quite enjoyable to be center of attention 
Then you be an adult and you think you should be you should be a sensible adult. So I spent oh, I was gonna say I spent my twenties trying to be sensible, that's rubbish, but <laughs> spent my adult my twenties trying to maybe not just be like that. But then yeah. you, and you maybe you get into your thirties think, Well why the hell not? Actually yeah. I wanna be the centre of attention. Do whatever you like. Yeah, exactly. So did you try anything else apart from the course or is this your way of getting into it? No, completely, completely yeah. yeah. I remember when we had the I think it was the second session when Logan, you know, obviously our teacher, he well, everyone went around and said sort of why they wanted to do it, and it seemed like nearly everyone else had stage experience. You know, it would be in, you know a bit of comedy or being in bands yeah. or acting or something. And I thought, God, I'm like, I feel like the only one who's that literally. I was, I was in a school play when I was like 13. Yeah, does that count anymore? I don't know. But I was actually in the play with a guy who ah. is quite famous now. He actually oh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. on TV. Did Logan's course about four years ago, and I thought, and I flicked on the. T- I got home the other night and I flicked on the TV, and it was a new episode of Skins. Yeah, and he was on it. And he was like making out with um, the girl that plays Effie. And I thought, there's a guy I was in a play with. He did the same course as me. Now he's doing that. I quite like the look of doing I can that. I still in four I, years. Yes. <laughs> exactly. well, that, so there's my whole inspiration slash <laughs> game plan. <laughs> Brilliant. So we've all finished now. Yeah. Uh, I assume you're going to carry on. Mm. Yes, absolutely. How many gigs have you got booked in right now? So I've done three since the showcase, and yeah. I've got about six more booked currently, I think. Because I was listening to the Comedians of Comedian podcast, an alternative podcast to this, which is also slightly better. Um, <laughs> Other podcasts are available. Yeah. <laughs> and Sarah Milligan's one, she said she always had 50 gigs booked in. Okay. And then when she did one, she'll book another one. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's saying in six months' time, she had 50 booked in, so I'm going to try and do that. I've got four booked in at the moment which isn't enough so 46 yeah it's it's just finding these places and seeing whether they're any good or not completely completely i mean my philosophy um is just to make sure i always have one booked because i think if i had if i didn't and had a terrible night i that that could be it um but no i mean i I also don't know how far in advance they book they most of them only seem to let you book one at a time yeah so i think collectively as a part of the group we've we've probably located about eight or ten probably in total nights maybe in london one two three five different six different places i think yeah which isn't a lot really and people are still locating finding more um but i guess ultimately you know there's probably a limit to how many there are in london it will take complete beginners that we yeah. are so um i think there's probably a bit of a cycle that we get to but also um obviously want to try to find new places yeah. they're popping up i mean they're popping up all well, the time, time we did they? on monday funny feckers was a yeah. new one four weeks in yeah by wes who's another ex logan logan i met another guy last night at the camden head he did logan's course two years ago they're everywhere. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't yeah. say much about it. Okay, but I thought I thought that night, funny fact, Wes's night um, was great. Actually. Yeah, I love the venue. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like, it's like a sort of strip club. Yeah. I've never been to one, but I imagine most of it. Yeah, it smelled different, but I, I, <laughs> I, I, I can guess. Um, <laughs> there's no cocoa butter. Um, um, no, I mean, I thought it was a good night, and he seemed like a very, very you know, he'd only he only graduated like six months ago. Yeah, he only yeah. finished the course, so he's yeah. already set up a night, which I was quite impressed by. Um, which one of us is going to set up a night first I know I know it's like uh, well he was saying it's quality work not surprisingly and yeah. um, he's trying to balance that his own gigs he said he's doing about five a week and then seeing other people to try to book for the headliners and yeah. then also writing material I think that's um, it's a lot so yeah. um, but I think a few of us together it's been talked about we've had these little yeah. brainstorming sessions and we've yeah. talked about setting up a, a, a night it sounds like a lot of work though doesn't it Sarah's trying to do one, isn't she, um, for female comics? Yeah, an all-girl one. Yeah. 
Now, is that sexist if she doesn't have any male men on there? Male I don't men. know. No, oh. I don't know. I mean, I think you're, um, you know, you're allowed to make, you know, if you have a religious school, you're allowed to only take people from that religion. I don't think you can. Are you? No, you have to have a... I thought you were allowed that in this country. No, no. Uh, I'm not up to date on the no, constitution legislation. Got kids. Yeah, there's a religious school just up the road from us. Oh, right, okay. Didn't want to send them there. So how do you write your stuff? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, <laughs> I've, I've been trying to find. I've been trying to try a few different ways. Actually, the, the sort of the blank blank page or blank <clears throat> laptop page <laughs> screen yeah. approach, um, where you sit there and I guess you have an idea and you just sort of sit there and for like three hours waiting for something to happen. And then um, does it ever happen? It can. It can. When I find it, eventually I'll start writing. Probably yeah. out of boredom and anything else, and I write something based on the idea that I've had, presumably I've got a list. You know, normally I'll have a list of ideas that I think we've all got notebooks or phones yeah. or I've got, you know, things all over the place, wax tablets and uh, <laughs> chalk, chalk on balls. the pavement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it gets washed away anyway, you know, it's difficult. Um, and I try and sit down, but I try to write like about one particular idea and I write something, but it won't have any jokes in it. Um, and I think one thing we learned on the course is to then go back and do this afterthought thing yeah. and, and wedge the jokes in, yeah. um, which works to a certain extent, but... Um, I find they do end up with long narratives. Yeah. They don't really, they don't have jokes and I'm not sure that's the best thing. Um, so I'm starting to try to write by walking around and speaking the material yeah, that's what out says loud. He does. He'll yeah. go around and just talk it and then yeah. trim out all the words that aren't necessarily. I get funny looks in the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, my, my, my flat has overlooks uh, a park and I've got big sort of um, floor to ceiling windows and um I kind of practice my material sort of overlooking the park. I think people in the park must think, who's this weird guy ranting? It's probably because you're doing it naked. That's why yes. <laughs> but that's what I feel my most free to come up with the best ideas. <laughs> oh, so what do you think your best joke is so far? That's got the biggest laughs. Oh, um, from, my, from the material that I'm doing at yeah. the moment. Um, well, actually, I think it's just one of the sex euphemisms I got. It seems to get the biggest laugh. Yeah. And I talk about glazing someone's donuts. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, and I think, I think nearly all of your, well, I think the, the, a lot of the people you've had on your podcast and other people I've talked to says it's never the thing that they expect. And I would not have guessed that yeah. would be the biggest joke. And then one of my friends afterwards, the showcase, he said it literally was like made him weigh himself. And, <laughs> and I'm really pleased it. that something did and yeah. he was maybe just being nice. But I, I was surprised that that's the one. <laughs> well, if I was going to be nice as someone, I wouldn't say that I could wet my pants. <laughs> wet my pants. <laughs> yeah, you made me piss myself. Thanks. <laughs> Um, no, that's not, again, but I guess that's what everyone says. It's not what I expected, um, but it's nice. It's good as long it's as good. they're laughing. I don't really care. What's, what's your favourite joke that you've written? My, well, the favourite joke that I've written is probably the camp one, you know, the coffee shop. Yes, I like that as an idea. Yeah, um, it was but, Ben Fogg that gave me the last punchline on the end. You know, where you say "you schlag" yes. at the end of the whole line. So I've got to give credit to him for that. But because I did that last night and it got a laugh, the Marmite one got a laugh and a clap. Okay. The first time I did it, it's never been that successful since. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit of a shame. But I think, yeah, that one... It's good. That one's Definitely, the best. Because yeah, I, I, like yeah, yeah. I was doing my stuff about being... No, I didn't do that. Yeah, I did that line last night, but then I didn't think I had enough time. I had more time left. Okay. So then I pulled out the one I did on Monday, which was the, the class test. Remember that one I said about? Um, oh, whether you're middle class. Yeah. Yeah. And I've just started to now be able to remember the routines enough that I can just just do it without having to write that bit down you can drop bits in and out yeah does that's that make good. sense yes 
just learned that, that last night. Like progress. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah, this is the point. Another point in this podcast is kind of document my progress through it. Yes, like okay. Stuart was staying on the other one. He said, you will kill yourself because of the way you're talking. Into yeah. Time, which I can very well believe. Um, what's the biggest thing you've gone, oh, I can do that now? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think, I don't know about you, but I think that on the course, a lot of the focus was on generally bring, bring people out themselves and, you know, Logan kept talking about the social editor, so switching yeah. that off. But I think there was quite a lot of focus on writing ultimately. I mean, the improv exercises, <coughs> I think he talked about as paperless writing. Mm. Um, I don't think he did that much on stagecraft, um, which is, which is fine. Yeah. I think he was really trying to get to the point where people get material. So I think we spent quite a long time working material and, uh, you know, by no means am I where I want to be on that, but I have some idea about how to write material if I have decent ideas. Yeah. I think that what I didn't know anything about was stagecraft. Yeah, that's and, what I'm struggling with at the moment. Um, Do you get on stage and just go, oh, what's, what am I looking at? Where am I supposed to look? Where am I hand? I keep doing like a teapot thing. Where yeah. I've got my hand on my hip. Yeah. <laughs> about, yes, actually, exactly. I think you were doing that as well. I, yeah, I, I'm trying not to. Yeah, if I was doing that on Tuesday, I would have been attempting not to, but I keep so forgetting. so much to think about. You've got to think yeah. of the person to look at, you got to think about what you're saying, what is where you're standing, how loud the microphone is, where the microphone is. Is it in front of your mouth? And yeah. it's going to take a while before it all just comes naturally to Completely. us. I keep thinking about eye contact, so I just end up sort of staring down people. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that's very pleasant or sort of a bit much, but then um, or darting around, like, yeah. trying to look at everybody. But um, but no, but I feel. I mean, what do I know? Four gigs in yeah. bug all, but I feel as though each time. You learn a little bit about what it's like to be out there. So, yeah. um, so that's that's what I'm learning now. I think. Um, just other than that, I mean, the biggest thing I think you learn is just that you can do it. Yeah. And that sounds cheesy, but it's true. And and I don't know about you, but my friends have come along and go, I can't believe that you've done that. I could never do that. And yeah. I think it's true of anything you do in life. I think you just can't do it until you do it. And then once you've done it, you think that's oh, perfectly doable. Yeah. Like it doesn't mean that you're any good at it. You might be terrible and you might, you know, it might be, it might be a horrible experience, but it's, you know, it's doable. And I guess that's probably the best thing about it. It's one of those jobs where anyone can do it. Any background, any, anything can go and they can talk about what they have been through and yeah. get the comedy out of that. Like you have bankers, you can have homeless guys, you can have, people astronauts i don't know if there's any astronaut comedians that might be, but they, could, they could do it could do i might just pretend there's a lot of mileage in that former astronaut tip yeah <laughs> i will demand that as my introduction <laughs> so what's your um what's your five-year plan five-year plan i think um I, I, love, I really want to see how far I can go with this. Mm. I really want to make a go of it, but I don't want to get my expectations ridiculously high. So the moment I'm doing it is a really fun hobby that I'm really enjoying and I'm just going to see how far I can go with it. Yeah. But I think the initial plan is to um, just, I think, I think basically just gig and write material. Yeah. And I don't think it's more sophisticated than that. I think, I mean, you're, you know, actually you've given me a good idea about booking 50 gigs. I, that sounds quite time consuming in itself. Yes. But I think I try to always, maybe I'll try and always have five coming up, five more was a good number perhaps and um right material and that's the thing i think the course we had homework didn't we yeah um and i think i've slacked a bit on the material front since then yeah um because it's quite hard to because you do need time i find it takes time it's not something you I need to be in the right minutes. mood as well I found. yeah I, on um monday i had a bit of time in the afternoon waiting for something to come in i thought right i'll just go to the coffee shop sit down on my laptop do some writing just looked on Facebook actually. Yes, exactly. Research. Research. Girls was saying last week, wasn't he? It was like, oh yes, I'll just research something and I've done that. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, I really need to make sure because it has to be specific. That's because yeah. the audience will know yeah. if you're not the right talking about the right type of thing. Because so, uh, I had the app open with the, with the notes in it. 
But yeah. Of course, you can just press that button and go to Internet Explorer and look at anything. Exactly. And, oh, I'll just, just look at that quickly. Yeah, exactly. But, um, um, yeah, so, yeah, the plan is just to gig and just to write material. And I think it's just a matter of doing that. And I'll tell someone says to you, I quite like you. Would you like, I think, would you like to come and do a 10 spot in my yeah. place? That or competitions. I'm definitely um, going to do competitions next year. Yeah. I think the, the one in Edinburgh is um, So You Think You're Funny. Yeah. Rich Stewart did, uh, didn't win. I think okay. I can't remember who won, but his night, his yeah, the people in his final were Sarah Milligan and the Scottish guy. Oh right, uh, Scottish guy, I love him. Yeah, what's his name? <laughs> Whoever you're talking about. So you're not entering now. I know there's quite a few guys on our course are, and I think I quite respect their um, sort of go for attitude. Um, Kevin Bridges. Kevin Bridges. I don't know him. You don't know him? No. Oh, but watch I'm, his stuff is brilliant. I realise that compared to a lot of people in the course, I'm not very au fait with a lot of famous comedians now when I was doing the podcast with Stuart he was saying all these names I'm just yeah. going yeah 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 I don't know anyone no don't know anyone um, and I keep running it down in the back of my notebook when we were doing the course and yeah. I was like right and I keep thinking I'm going to go back and look it up on YouTube but yeah. I don't know about you but I find it's not I just I find it quite hard to engage watching comedians on TV or on not panel shows but like stand up on TV it's not the same and that's a dumb thing to say yeah but I I can watch it casually, but I find it quite hard to really engage with it like I am if I'm in a club. Um, it's like when we when we saw Logan compare for the first time. Yeah. I've seen his clips on YouTube doing Ronnie Rigsby, and it was fine. Yeah. But then when he did it on the night, it was so much better. Exactly, yeah. Even though it's probably exactly the same. I think some, obviously some of it was because he... Um, but it's just it just felt much, much better. Yes. And yeah, it's completely, it's the energy of the room, isn't it? Yeah. And no, it was a revelation, wasn't it? Because he's kind yeah. of relaxed. Yeah. yeah. He's such a kind of chilled out guy in our, in our course. And then he's Rigsby and it's like, he's <laughs> shouting and goes red in the face and it's yeah. quite manic. And you're like, whoa. Have you uh, found that when you go on stage, you switch it on or just not that? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I find I get really nervous beforehand. Yeah. And it does vary from gig to gig. But a lot of Tuesday, for some reason, I think I was the nervous, most nervous. Is it because we were all there? Well, everyone was there at the showcase and everyone was, a lot of people were there another night I did it but um, I don't know I don't know I just think it's whatever the, whatever sort of, um, of vapours are floating around in your yeah. brain or yeah. um, and I was standing next to you but my legs were going like, like the were Wiley they? Coyote over the when he's run too far over the cliff and my <laughs> legs were just going like that even though I was standing still I, I mean, I think I must have burnt a whole load of calories which is handy but, I love so, Ricky's sort of coping mechanism he just, he just rocks back and forwards it, he did look like he was regressing into <laughs> yeah. some sort of like early childhood state he, I was quite I was like are you right and then I realised he didn't want me to ask him if he was alright in yeah. 10 minutes but he looked like he was having a breakdown <laughs> um, well, no, well I would have I mean it, I, was, I was just stood behind people so no one could see my legs but yeah. they would have thought who's that freak um, but then when I get on stage I find that um, my mind just sort of empties it's but, unbelievable isn't it because I was standing on the side thinking just need to remember this 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 and this and as soon as I went up there it just yeah. floated away yeah so, and I can't I can't do improv so I can't quickly cover it up Ricky's really good at covering it up and being funny around I told it. him he shouldn't learn his he shouldn't learn his set because yeah. I think he's got a brilliant I mean you know because he, he, he did the question he did any questions in he on Tuesday yeah. which seems like it would be a recipe for disaster but it worked brilliantly yeah and it was hilarious so I told him don't learn your set just keep doing that and it's excellent yeah I manage, I was, I'm trying to do a bit of audience interaction now which oh. can but I haven't learned how to cope with what they come back with <laughs> That's the thing, actually, and I've thought about my material, and I think because um, I quite like kind of doing a sort of single subject, more or less, mm. and kind of doing a narrative arc, and that's the set I've got at the moment, and the other ones I've got half written are sort of in a similar vein. 
And I like, and I kind of like that. I don't think I'm ever going to be a one-liner comic, although I think yeah. the guy we saw on Tuesday was hilarious. I think one of the guys, well, not one that we know, someone. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Sec- first guy in the second me, half. He? he was very good. Yeah. But I don't think that's my, I don't think that's going to be my thing. But um, but I find that that narrative arc sort of locks you in. Yeah. So I think it's quite hard to amend bits of it. So like, if there was one joke that didn't work, I could drop, drop in another one, but I find it quite hard. And I also find I'm quite locked into my materials. So yeah. I've learned a five-minute set. And I'll do that, and I'm conscious of not yeah, being too artificial. Yeah, a whole long five-minute narrative, yeah, isn't it, at the moment? Exactly, and I and I and I want to get more crowd interaction in. Yeah, and I do it a bit with the salacious comments to people in the front row, but I want to try to bring more of that in. So yeah. I think I need to think about the next material I try to come up with is if it's a little bit more open. That's why I did all new stuff on Tuesday because I wanted yeah. to see if I could just piece bits together and just stop. There's a new bit. Stop. There's a new bit. Rather than try and do a whole arcing thing one thing Stuart was um, saying when I was on the train back with him after the podcast was if you want to do audience interaction you ask them a question and they don't give you the answer that you want you just go okay thanks and then you move on to someone else so you yeah. start sort of fishing for people's responses which yeah. I thought was a really good idea yeah does definitely sense? so if you want yeah, it does, yeah. I want someone to say something that they've done really that's really manly if he says something like the first guy said ironing yeah I need to think of a funny response to that move on to someone else yeah but that, I think that's. But I think you know that's what we're learning, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think that's what we learn on the course is coming out of your skin a bit and writing material. But I think what we're learning is the real world. Yeah. Um, but that, <laughs> but that's cool, isn't it? I mean, I guess the other thing you could do is plant suggestions in people, Darren Brown style. You know, yeah. get posters up <laughs> on the way in. You know, music. That sounds like a lot like, of work. Well, yeah, maybe that's. <laughs> I actually up. had to run to the gig last night to oh, really? make sure I got in before the cutoff point. Oh god, okay. Yeah, so I don't think I would have had time to put up. No, posters. maybe not. Maybe that's one for the headline show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're doing our hours in Edinburgh. Yeah. So apart from comedy, stand up. Are you going to try and do anything else related to it? In the comedy arena, you mean yeah. comedy arena, the O2 arena, my headline <laughs> show, Michael McIntyre. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I mean, I haven't got immediate plans. I think that a couple of people on our course were talking about filming some skits. Yeah. Um, and I think they're going to be arranged at some point. Maybe they've already done it and they just didn't want me there, perhaps. So, um, no, I think they did one, but it didn't. No, no, it, right. Um, no, they did it. They did a smaller one, didn't yeah, they? Didn't, um, no, yeah, I couldn't. No. But anyway, so I'm up for that. I don't even really know what that is, but yeah. I'm up for I'm kind of just say yes to everything. Um, but that's, what why, I, that's why you gave me a hug when I said, do you want to do all this podcast? <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, yeah, no, I say yes. I mean, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to come a crop at some point. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, yeah, it's not, <laughs> at some point this whole yes thing is just going to go wrong. But um, no, I, I'd like to write, um, I don't know if I thought, I don't, really, I don't think I really know what a skit is. That sounds like a dumb like thing a sketch. to say. Sketch. Um, I've been trying to write some sketches and I can, I can get the premise. I can get the sort of st- the middle bit, but I can't write the punchlines. Okay, which is really frustrating because it's yeah. it's not easy to write a punchline for a stand-up joke. But you can say that's the punchline. But when you're doing it in a dialogue, and I haven't worked out how to do that when you're talking between two people. It's just me saying it. That makes yeah. sense. No, it does. It does make sense. Um, when I quite like the idea of writing. Um, this is where my. Uh, Writing like a sitcom or a film, <laughs> you know. Um, I actually quite like the idea of banter, and I find that a lot of the humour that I like is sort of—it's a terrible word, isn't it? Banter, yeah. Uh, bants, we, yeah. yeah, awesome, mate. Um, but like, the, you know, between a couple of people or a group of people, um, and I really like that in sitcoms or in films. Yeah. Um, and I find that a lot of my comedy, a lot of what when I kind of can't with stuff, it's just me bantering with myself, which I can do <laughs> because I'm. Verging on schizophrenic, <laughs> so it's fine. But um, um, and I'd love to write that, and I'd love to write something which is like like swingers or clerks, you know, 
The Swingers? In swing, seen that film, The Swingers, Vince Vaughn and um, John Favreau? No. Oh, it's I like a touchstone that. for sort of, um, you know, the 20-something male uh, uh, condition. If you listen to my other Movie Digest podcast, you'll realise that I haven't very seen little films, even though I do a podcast about movies. You do? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Swingers, Swingers is like, you know, this 90s film about these guys in LA and they're just trying to figure out their lives, their love right. lives and their work lives. It's very, very funny. Um, if you watch it, it's one of those films that you haven't seen, but when you watch it, you'll know all the dialogue because right. people quote it all the time. Okay, Annoying yeah. people like me. <laughs> yeah, you're so money, baby. Um, and Clarks. Have you seen Clarks? The Kevin Smith. Oh movie? yes, yes, yes. So something like that. Yeah. Maybe you know something that's like just kind of you know it, you know throws light on the on the modern male condition. Yeah. It's so tough being it's, a man. Oh, it's so it? hard. You know, <laughs> being trying to be manly. It's chilling you know, here on a Saturday about. afternoon. Yes. So it's, yes, come in to Soho on Saturday. Yeah, that's nice. That's really nice. <laughs> so you said you kind of got your five-year plan. Do you think? I think I had a year and a half. No, well, how long half? do I have to do five spots for? God. <laughs> if that's if that's five years in five spots, I might get discouraged. Um, I, my plan went up to me being offered one ten spot. Oh yeah, that's right. Which yeah. I, maybe that. What do you think? <laughs> you could do five years. <laughs> Give me five years. How about how about we go for for a year on that one? Yeah, optimistic. I, a couple of guys I was talking to last night. I've been doing it for two years. And where were they? Just on the open mic circuit. Uh, still so, doing fives. Yeah. I don't know if I'm being optimistic or I'm or I'm hoping yeah. to be quicker than that. I don't know. I don't know. I think you've got to put the hard work. Oh in. yeah. No. Everyone I, says, oh yeah. So and so, so and so did this all this hard work, but didn't actually say what the hard work was. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah, it does. It does. I mean, I think it's just gigging, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but the work isn't just the gigging because the booking takes time too, yep. doesn't it? And obviously, the writing can take a lot of time. Yeah. Um, and Logan, I think Logan's touch point was three gigs a week, wasn't it? Yeah, um, I, I can't do three realistically. It's quite hard to fit that in with a job, full time job, and other life. Well, if I didn't have stuff. the wife and kids, I could do it because I can set my own hours at work but because I've got the kids at home I can't really take the mickey and go out three nights so I'm trying to do two yeah which is is working at the moment because the wife does like Zumba and that on a Tuesday and goes out on a Monday so I can kind of get away with it but next the week after next she's down at her parents for a week okay she's so down you've at her got the kids week. all week no she's got the parents oh she's kids. got the kids all week yeah down okay her, so I've got the whole week off essentially so I'm going to do a gig every night oh right good work have you got them booked already I've got three of them but oh right nice work so okay. I've got to get another two that's quite good yeah so I'm going to see what the other guys from our course are up to and try and tag okay. on with some of them yeah well let me know I think I've got one that week you're talking about the okay. week of the 22nd yes oh just call me Rain Man <laughs> 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 um, I've got one I think we'll probably, we're at the Cavendish then on the 23rd aren't we in, uh, in Stockwell uh, I think so I don't know I should put rim in my head for other stuff <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, yeah, three, three a week is, I mean, I, I've got no wife and no kids, but, um, I've, you know, full-time job and other stuff yeah. I'm trying to do. So, um, it's tricky and I, I don't know about you, but I'm really wired when I come off stage, um, each night, I think there's, um, like just a big adrenaline rush yeah. and, um, I'm quite wired and I, you know, we normally hang out and we have a couple of drinks or whatever and then go home, but I can't get to sleep. No? Like, well, I'm just like, not, not, not Actually, like, no, yeah, I'm just kind of, mm, just kind of wired basically. And... And I can't get to sleep. A lot of, you know, after each one we've done, I can't sleep. So if I was doing three a week, I'd just be an absolute insomniac. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and it's fine if you don't have a job. I guess if I didn't have a job, I'd do five or six a week. Yeah. Um, My math went completely dry last night. Okay. It was horrible. I was like... 
You need all the meds that I take. Yeah, what was cough it? Cough yeah. syrup. Because we did spray. dirty dicks two weeks ago, and you were sitting there popping pills and taking cough syrup, and yeah, it's um, <laughs> no because because when I was doing I do presentations at work and training yeah. courses, and sometimes I've had a thing where you get a slight, you get this tickly cough in your throat, it just appears yeah. when you've been talking too much, maybe or something. And, um, and then you just end up coughing your way through the entire rest of the presentation, which is awful and would totally ruin a comedy set. So I think I've become a little bit paranoid that's going to happen. So I've been lubricating my throat <laughs> beforehand. Um, but I was wondering, I think I haven't read all the backs of these packets. I think it probably says don't take with, with this and don't do yeah. that. So I'm like mixing it all up in there and I can't expect to have some sort of... Ne- maybe that's why I can't get to sleep. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's not adrenaline. <laughs> maybe it's, it's, it's this combination of this ridiculous cough and throat stuff. It's just... Um, it's eating my brain. Have you um, managed to sneak in any of your routines into your real life yet? Like in a presentation, do you say, oh, when you're ready to glaze someone's donut? <laughs> <laughs> Considering that most of my material is pretty, pretty un, un, uh, unacceptable in that basis. No, I haven't. I haven't yet. I mean, what I did find was when we were doing a course and we were sort of, I think, quite a high turnaround trying to come up with stuff. I just turned yeah. into like the world's biggest smart aleck at work. Yeah. Um, and I am anyway. I mean, that <laughs> might not be surprising, but... And I just started basically afterthoughting everything. Yes. So uh, some, I was afterthoughting what I said and then afterthoughting what everyone else said. <laughs> and my colleagues, you can imagine how much they appreciated that. <laughs> it was like, and I'd have to literally just sort of put my hand over my mouth in meetings and stop it. Um, but no, maybe if I write a more family-friendly set, then I might start including it into, yeah. my, into my work. Are you just going to, how long are you going to keep doing that five for? Are you going to start changing? Oh, yeah. So I really want to, I really want to change. I mean, I've got that. And I think on one hand, I think, you know, you can nuance, you can iterate it and you can nuance it and that's useful. Um, But the other hand, the other thing is, you know, I'm getting bored of it. We're doing quite a lot of gigs together as a group or various people from the course of it are a lot of the nights. And I think I don't want to bore them. I'm just thinking, I'm so selfless. Yeah. Thinking of other people. (laughs) Always thinking of others. I don't want to bore you guys. Um, But also I want to try new stuff. Um, So I am trying to, I'm trying to do that. In fact, I've got time set aside this weekend to try to do that for maybe for something next week or for the following next couple of weeks. So watch this space. Oh, I had something really worthwhile to say after that. <laughs> I don't know what it was. You've it done was a about... Ricky. Oh, yeah, I've done a Ricky on my, like, <laughs> my prepared answers for the podcast. <laughs> it's like, oh, yes, I hope you're going to ask me how much a pint of milk costs to see whether I'm still in touch with the common man. How much does a two pint cost? I've got no idea. Ah, so oh, wait, wait, yet. like £1.36? I don't know. Sure, it depends. It's different price everywhere you go. The it? wife doesn't do, does the shopping, so I've never... The wife the does price the shopping. Is. You're yeah. really in touch with the, with the common man, aren't yeah. you? I haven't been shopping for five years, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. true. She does it all. Really? Yeah. Oh, so you've got plenty of time to go do open mic nights. No, because I've got like two hours of travelling every day on the tube. Oh, right, okay. So it's not all... It's not you all need to just range. sleep in your office. Oh, I have done on many occasions. That's quite a big sofa. You could stretch out on that. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, if Ricky was on there, he wouldn't, his feet wouldn't even touch you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ricky, if you're listening, we're just Yeah, insulting. I know. Well, I think you might have a small man crush on Ricky. But he's uh, like my you bring him up another, on an almost constant basis. <laughs> he's like my brother from another mother. He is. You guys, I think you guys are looking more and more similar. That's each why week. I had a shave, because his beard is bigger than mine. So I've got to do something different. Right, so that's been it for this week's episode of Can I Be Funny? I've been JQ. I've been Tim Rudin. See you later. Bye-bye.